0: Inside Sources. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources today. And one of the things that we often want to get to is this idea of courage, political courage in particular. And as I've been thinking about it over this past week, we've had a number of things going on. And, you know, I'm just to the point where holding a press conference does not require a lot of political courage. It's It's a pretty easy thing to do. I also think uh, engaging in all the fake fights and the shouting matches and the false choices that we try to point out on this program, I think those are actually pretty cowardly. Or just running to the media to decry some, you know, political opponent uh, is hardly a sign of of bravery, in my view anyway. And and issuing these tightly scripted press releases or these thoroughly scrubbed statements, you know, through the communication staff doesn't require a whole lot of resolve by the politician either. And so it is a time that we really need some political courage. But I, I often fear that we've forgotten what that looks like or what that sounds like or what that acts like. And it's it's way too easy. Uh, even looking at things today, whether you look at the uh, press conferences that were held by Russian President Vladimir Putin or by U.S. President Joe Biden, uh, or other things that have been going on in terms of infrastructure or other battles that have been going on in Washington, D.C., it's, it's interesting to me that we, we've become so scripted in all of that, uh, this idea that we have to have elected officials who are liked. They like to be liked. Of course, we all like to be liked, let's be honest. Uh, but that's not necessarily a good thing for constituents or for customers or clients or for the people we care about, by the way. Because real friends always tell you the truth, even when it's hard, or especially when it's hard. And they tell you what needs to be done to solve your problem without sugarcoating it or avoiding it altogether. And so we need to get to that kind of focus. And it doesn't come uh, through anything other than people who have the courage to speak the truth, to provide transparency, to demand accountability. Uh, We have so much uh, uncertainty. We have all these uncertain sounds, pleasant distractions, uh, things that really prevent us from getting to the truth. Uh, You've heard me before share this uh, thought from William George Jordan. This is all the way back in 1902. He described the politicians of his day. He said, the politician who is vacillating, temporizing, shifting, constantly trimming his sails to catch every puff of wind of popularity is a trickster who succeeds only until he is found out. I think that's true. The lack of political courage shown by leaders, uh, many that he had observed in that day, caused Jordan to lament uh, in this way. He said this, he who sacrifices his ideals, truth, and character for mere money or position is weighing his conscience in one pan of a scale against a bag of gold in the other. He is loyal to what he finds the heavier, the heavier, that which he desires, the more, the money. But that is not truth. That is not truth. And we have to have people who will weigh that out, will weigh their character out, character in one hand, a bag of gold in the other. Uh, What are you going to choose? A lot of our politicians talk about courage, talk about character, but they're less interested in manifesting it in those really specific instances. So today's an interesting day. Uh, we talked about the, a speech that was given on this day. It was June sixteenth, eighteen 1858, in Springfield, Illinois. So you can guess who uh, the speaker might be, Abraham Lincoln. This was not President Lincoln. This was uh, the Republican State Convention being held. Lincoln was the party's nominee for the U.S. Senate. So if you think of a political convention like we have today, it would have been very easy for Abraham Lincoln to deliver a speech Uh, with what those delegates wanted to hear. Uh, Think of the conventions you see, again, Democrat or Republican in our day. uh, People want to be liked. So what do they do? They deliver those just nauseating to me red meat applause lines. They make squishy statements. They crack a joke or two. they, uh, They bask in the adoration of the cheering delegates and they call it a night. That's how a lot of political conventions go. Uh, But on that night, June 16th, 1858, Abraham Lincoln did not. He wasn't interested in being liked. He was a man of immense courage, character, fiercely independent. Above all, he was committed to the truth. So here's the backstory. Here's the thing you need to know uh, about what has become one of the most famous speeches in our nation's history. Again, this was Abraham Lincoln as a Senate candidate. He actually had read his speech to his law partner, uh, William Herndon. Prior to the convention, and Herndon advised him passionately not to deliver the speech. He said a speech on the issue of slavery was simply too radical. He told Lincoln that the speech was morally courageous but politically incorrect. (laughs) I love that. Uh, imagine someone telling Abraham Lincoln, hey, this is a really nice speech you've crafted here. It's very morally courageous, but politically it's incorrect. Therefore, you should not deliver it tonight. Uh, but, of course, with uh, typical courage and conviction, uh, Lincoln said this. He said, the proposition is indisputably true, and I will deliver the speech as it is written. Now, in the end, his law partner was right. <laughs> The speech did cost Lincoln the Senate election, but it likely contributed in a significant way to his later winning the presidency, more importantly, saving the union. And it's that kind of courage, it's that kind of character in Lincoln uh, that ultimately did preserve the union. So think about that. You know, here's Abraham Lincoln, up and comer. He gets the nomination to be the Senate candidate for the Republicans in the state of Illinois. And he crafts this speech uh, that, of course, has become known as the House Divided Speech, uh, where he said, we, we can't be divided. The issue of slavery is on the table. And what we choose to do with it will determine our destiny. And he described it straightforward not sugar-coated, no red meat applause line in his speech at all. It was simple and straightforward. It was classic Lincoln because he was willing not just to shout at his enemies, but he was willing to stand up to his friends and tell them the truth. That's political courage. That's real courage. That's the kind of courage we need in our homes. That's the kind of courage we need in our neighborhoods. As citizens, we have to make sure that we're electing people with that kind of political courage. And we have to make sure that each of us are showing that kind of character in our personal lives. The futures of our communities, the state, and the nation actually depend on it. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for listening to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something. That makes a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than eighty thousand Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andreas Martin, and my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors?